Be confident. Be bold. Be authentic. But don't forget to take action. This is Ordinary to Badass, where our stories empower women to step into the spotlight of their own lives and pursue what they're truly passionate about. It's time to step into the arena and become more than just extraordinary. It's time to become a badass with your host, Marie Sonneman. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 276. In this episode, you're going to hear from Junie Boucher. Correction, last episode you heard from Junie Boucher. This one, you're going to hear three reasons why Junie Boucher is so badass. So Junie is a nutritional therapy practitioner, a medic, not a medication coach, but a meditation coach, and she's a cancer survivor. So there was so much goodness in the last episode. So go back, listen, but here you'll get to the nitty gritty and hear the three reasons why she's so badass. Now, I forgot to mention it at the end of the episode, so I'll tell you now. Junie's Instagram, at Junie, be well. J-U-N-I, the letter B, and then well on Instagram. So your takeaways can go on to your Instagram stories and share it with us. So if you're loving this podcast, go on over to iTunes, leave a five-star rating or review. That way, other badasses just like you can find the show. It's you the listeners that are the huge part of this show, and I am grateful to have you as part of this community. Okay, with that, let's get to it. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass. Whether you're ordinary or badass, I'm so glad you're here. Today, I'm going to share three reasons why Junie Bechet is so badass. Now, Junie is a nutritional therapy practitioner. She also teaches meditation and she is a cancer survivor. So three things, going to share real quick, three things, do the little debrief and then go all into it. So one, she's a badass for daydreaming, two, for taboo topics, and three, for being a pleasure seeker. So let's go all in. Um... Junie Boucher is so badass for her daydreaming. Now, she would ask herself, like, what do I want to do? What, if I didn't have fear, what would I want to do? Because I think so often fear holds us back, but not for Junie, because she's like, fear is a choice. It is always going to be there. So you can succumb to it and let it get the best of you, or you could say, okay, no, I'm going to conquer this. I'm going to do this. And sometimes I just heard um, Mike Dooley. I was listening to something he was putting on and he was saying like, he had a fear of public speaking forever, forever. And it was like years and years and years. He would just like beat himself up and just get it all in his head until he stepped on stage and was like, oh my gosh, they're all going to hate me. They're going to make fun of me. What if I crash? And it just didn't happen. And one time his mom was like, how many speeches have you given Mike? And he told her, and she's like, has it happened once? It's like, no. So like sometimes we build these fears up in our head that aren't even legit. 
sometimes we need to like look at them and reflect on them and be like, is that true? Because it's not always true. But we come to think that it's true in our mind. And so ask yourself, if I had no fear, then what would I be doing? I love that Junie said that because we forget. We forget to examine our fears and to examine, like, maybe they're not always true. There could be something we could do to push past them, right? And sometimes we're just not challenging ourselves enough because we're not giving ourselves enough credit, for one. And two, we just don't think we can do it or we're so scared. And so maybe write a list of your fears down, write a list of all the things that scare you. And as I'm saying it, I'm like, you know what? Me, I need to do it because there are changes coming to ordinary to badass that I haven't really announced yet. And I'm scared, right? Because it's something different. It's something different than what I've been doing. And it's a little bit terrifying, but exhilarating. I'm sure it will be exhilarating. Um, So I'm going to take my own advice and also Junie's, um, but if I had no fear, what would I be doing? And start incorporating that. Finding ways that I can push past my fears. So I think it starts with writing them down, coming up with them, and then going from there. How are we supposed to conquer our fears if we're not examining them? If we're not seeing like, hmm, what would I be doing? If anything was on the table and I could do anything with no repercussions, what would that be? And then start like start thinking of how we can just start. We don't have to have the whole map, the whole thing planned out on how we're going to do it. But just start with one little piece. Okay. So examine your fears. Ask yourself what you would be doing if you didn't have any fear at all. And then just take a step. Just take action. I love action takers. I know that you're in this community because you are an action taker. And it can be the teeniest, tiniest actions. We often think it has to be this big, grandiose thing. We have to accomplish miracles overnight. But usually, in my experience, it hasn't happened that way. The big things happen in your everyday life. And I think it was... um, Tiffany Babb that said that when she was on the podcast, like it's the little decisions that you make every single day that lead to these amazing moments in the long term. Okay, number two, second reason why Junie Boucher is so badass is because she talks about taboo topics. Man, I don't know if it's gotten worse, kind of feels like it, but in the social media world, where everybody can see everything you do on social media or just the highlight reel, right? But we're like, oh, this is what everybody else is talking about. And sometimes that sanitizes our very own message because we start to believe that we have to post what everybody else is posting. We have to do what they are doing. And then it kind of waters us down, right? And we stop talking about the things that we want to talk about because maybe nobody else is talking about them. That's terrifying. That could be back to another one of those fears, right? 
So just because everybody else isn't talking about it doesn't mean that you have to not talk about it. And Judy's a badass and she's like, I'm going to talk about the taboo topics. And she said she got into, she had breast cancer and she's a survivor and total badass for that. And then she goes, wait, looking around her, nobody else is talking about this. What the heck is going on for younger women who are getting breast cancer and there's nobody talking about it. So she's like, I want to start talking about it. I feel stuffy today or since I sat down to record this podcast. So forgive me if I sound a little stuffy. I don't know what the deal with that is. Hopefully I'm not getting sick, but we will go with it. Um, anyway, Junie moved into talking about uh, reclaiming your sexual desire after cancer. A taboo topic. Nobody was talking about that. Nobody was talking about what happens after you have cancer and what the repercussions are or how people are feeling or if they don't have the same sex drive that they once did. There's nothing wrong with not having the same sex drive or having things change with your body and your emotions after you have trauma or after you overcome some major health issue, right? There's nothing wrong with it but people just aren't talking about it. And where people aren't talking about things, one, there's room for you to talk about it or there's room for somebody else. But also if you're not talking about it, if you have a desire in your heart to talk about it and you are not, guess what? That leads to like shame for people. There tends to be a lot of shame when nobody is talking about something and you're experiencing it, then you're like, oh man, am I the only one? Am I the only one feeling this way? Am I the only one going through this? So if nobody else is talking about a topic and it looks so taboo, then that's, consider that your speakerphone, your megaphone saying, talk about this. This needs to be said. You don't have to, but, you know, even if it's not like on a grand scale or you don't want to announce it on social media or have a business around it, maybe your friends. Maybe if you have like a cancer survivor group or something like that, maybe you mention it there because where one person is struggling with it, you can guarantee that other people are struggling with it too. And they're feeling shame and remorse and bad about themselves just because nobody's talking about it. So I'm sorry you're hearing all this noise in the background. My Husky came into the office and is moving around, making noise. He wants to be a part of this podcast, <laughs> but remember if you're feeling shame, if you're feeling embarrassment, if you feel like it's embarrassing to talk about, or nobody is, that's a sign that somebody else is feeling the same way and somebody else needs to hear it. So again, if you're part of a group that's dealing with that same thing for me, it's probably like, I'm part of an like a health coach, right? I have a group health coach thing that I'm a part of. I am a health coach, but I also have my own health coach. And when I struggle with certain things, it's hard. Or you talk about wins of the week and it's like, I don't feel like I have a win, right? But unless I tell them what it is that I'm struggling with, how can I fix it? How can I stop feeling so shitty about it? can't. I got to tell them I'm struggling. 
And then more times than not, like somebody else is like, Ooh, me too. Or even if I don't have the courage or I'm not having an issue that week, somebody else in the group usually does, or they'll bring their issue up. And then I like, all right, I can resonate. And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, totally. That's how I'm feeling. But it doesn't happen unless you're like Junie and you have the courage to talk about taboo topics. And really, they don't have to be that taboo. But somebody just might not have had the courage to like be like, this is what I need to talk about. Or this is what's going on with me. So you'd be surprised just by speaking up the power that that could have for other people in your life. All right. Well, I was going to move on to number three, but let me just ask you, what are you not talking about? What is taboo? Like something you're experiencing that you feel like it's taboo. It can't be talked about. Maybe write that down. Write down who you can talk about it with. If there's anybody, if there's any support groups, if there's any of the groups you're currently in, if you have some good friends or family that will support you, bring it up to them. See what they say. You just don't know unless you talk about it. I don't know. I want to go on a limb here out on the ledge and say, it's not that taboo. Whatever that thing is, it probably isn't that taboo. And if it's not being talked about, then you have an opportunity. Okay, number three. Junie Boucher is a total badass because she is a pleasure seeker. Now, Junie invites more pleasure into her life. She's like, I am just intentional. I am intentional about finding pleasure in my everyday life. And so she talked about every day, I take my dog out for a walk. And as I'm going for that walk, then I try to pay attention. I'm like, you know what? I am going to smell the roses. I'm going to enjoy the environment in Portland, Oregon. And when I see roses or flowers that look really pretty, then I'm just going to go up and smell them. And just embrace it. She goes, it might just be five seconds of pleasure. But that is enough. It is not lost on me how many times we, and I am as big a culprit as any, we forget the joy. We forget the joy in the small things and how it can make us feel better. Like just smelling a flower can like put a smile on your face. We're just like, hmm, that smells good. That's refreshing. But are we doing it? And then... There's so many things in our daily life that make us happy, that bring us joy. And maybe it's listening to music. And if it's one song a day that like lights you up or makes you want to dance, why aren't we doing more of it? Why? I don't know. But you can find ways to seek more pleasure. What you look for you're going to find more of. So if you're looking for the rain, for the dreary, for all of the crappy things that are going on, or all of the crappy things that surround you, sorry, but you're probably going to find it. But if you're looking for those roses or those beautiful flowers, when you're out on a walk with your dog, 
then you can look at that too. And you can focus on that. And you're probably going to see more beautiful flowers, which will bring another smile to your face. So what you focus on grows. You can focus on the crappy things that are going on in your life, or you can focus on the flowers, on the roses, on the one song you get to listen to that makes you want to jam out. Whatever your thing is that makes you smile or makes you feel good, do that. So recently, this reminds me, recently I did a challenge, Ali Kasaza, and she has a book, Declutter Like a Mother. And so I went all in on this decluttering thing and I'm still in the process, but it felt pretty good. But she said, you know what? We have so many belongings in our life that don't bring us joy, that don't bring us pleasure. We have clothes that don't, we don't even feel good in them. So why do we have them? She's like, what if everything you had felt so good on your body, like made you feel really good? And so she talked about like having her favorite pair of underwear and she wears a certain underwear all the time, even though it's more expensive because it makes her feel really good in her body or pajamas. She's like, okay, my pajamas are like the most comfiest, luxurious pajamas where they just feel like satin and they feel so good. And she makes her bedroom just be like the best because that's where she spends the most time. And so it's like, we forget. We forget to seek pleasure and to look for these things that light us up. We just think like, oh, these are my belongings. They are what they are, you know? And we forget like, oh, what if I just loved all my stuff? And if I don't love it, bye. You can't necessarily do that for other people's belongings or maybe not other family members. Depends on your situation. But for your own, you certainly can. And you can just keep the stuff that lights you up or that makes you feel good about it. The pans that make you want to cook. <laughs> Are those out there? I don't know. <laughs> So be a pleasure seeker. And maybe it just starts off with smelling the flowers. Like you pick one thing that you want to do. Okay. Every time I do X or see X, then I'm going to do Y. And you just start off with this one thing and then build on top of that, right? If you see that that's making you feel happier, making you feel excited, cool. Can you add something else into your life? And again, maybe you do the one thing for a month and just see how it makes you feel just smelling flowers or whatever your thing is, listening to music. Do that. And then if you feel good, okay, then do something else. Add something else then, but find ways in your everyday life to seek pleasure. All right, quick recap. Three reasons why Junie Boucher is so badass. First, for her daydreaming. The second reason why she's badass is because she talks about taboo topics. And the third reason is because she is a pleasure seeker. So I'll, as always, reach out to Junie. Let her know if she had any impact on you. If her episode made you want to change something, made you want to do something, helped you to think about something in a different way, reach out to her on the gram. Let her know the impact that she has had on you. And throw it in your Instagram stories. 
tag me at ordinary to badass and just let me know. Let us know the impact. And I can even share it with Junie. I don't know. When I hear feedback, when I hear stuff from you, it lights me up. It's like, okay, good. It's helping this person. They're getting value from it. And like, it makes me excited for you when you get something that you learned something from and are taking action on. That's pretty badass. <laughs> so with that, we'll end our show. Tell the badass women out there staying in the arena, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it. Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, OrdinaryToBadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future spotlight episode of the show. That's OrdinaryToBadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt, and get back in the arena.